Paying Respect to My Listeners episode. Bentley Meadows. Um, I think I started to make an episode and I, I couldn't remember the Bentley part of that. So Bentley Meadows. Bentley Meadows, we go back a while. Um, there was, I think I had talked about uh, looking at a couple of reviews. And I think I was, uh, it's on Apple Podcasts or I, Mac, um, iTunes Store. That's what it was, iTunes Store. And uh, there's a guy that, uh, there was two reviews, only two. That's fine. Um, and Bentley was one of them. And Bentley gave me a hell of a review, so I appreciate it. And then Bentley also left me a voice message um, off of the episode I was talking about the two shitheads uh, at the park, little punks. And uh, I appreciate the following, the support, and the love. Um, I do. So I appreciate you very much, Bentley. Uh, Keep it up, and uh, I'll keep talking about you, as I will everyone else, because that's what I do. Um, Baked Potato, (laughs) he liked the weed episode, 420. (laughs) I wonder why. Maybe because in his name, he has Baked Potato? Or maybe he's just Irish, and he uh, he likes the way I talk about marijuana. (laughs) So uh, thank you, Baked Potato. Uh, keep it up. And then there was one, uh, she left me, she had, she liked a couple of the things and, uh, favorited the podcast. So please do favorite the podcast. If you, if it's one of your favorites, uh, there's quite a few of you out there that, that are listening to me now and I appreciate it. Thank you anchor for giving me the ability to, um, fuck to put, what are they? Like, like basic keywords, but I can't remember what they call them. Stamps? Uh, anyway, you get to put shit in there, and then it comes up on, like, Google and DuckDuckGo and shit like that so that people can see the podcast a little better. So, uh, appreciate it, Anchor. And I, you know what? I got to pay a lot of respect to Anchor because they haven't, they haven't given me any shit whatsoever on this. And uh, that's a bold move in today's entertainment area, entertainment vehicle, um, that they have not censored me. They haven't done anything and just let me, uh, and not only that, but, uh, you know, let, help me out with sponsors and shit like that. So I, I have to pay them some, a, a lot of respect because, uh, they're doing what, you know, fucking YouTube and Facebook and, uh, and all the, the big tech out there aren't doing. So thank you, Anchor. Um, I'm a big fan of the show. I don't know. I mean, let's say dreaming big. All of a sudden I blow up and it's whatever. I will, I think I will always pay respect to Anchor and probably stay on Anchor. Um, because this is, this is kind of what I wanted to do in the first place was just having an, a podcast that just goes, you know, no real editing. I mean, editing here and there, you know, for whatever dumb reasons, if it's going real shitty or whatnot, but for the most part, just kind of turn it on and going with it. So, um, I pay that respect to anchor. And as I switch over, sorry if you're hearing taps and shit, I'm going on the phone. Um, last, but certainly not least, uh, I'm going to pay some tribute and actually respond to DB Cooper. Let me know if you like that nickname, DB Cooper. Um, also known as Dayrail. Or Daryl, that's a, that's a southern way of saying it. Daryl's a big name in the South. Um, Daryl's my buddy. We uh, we communicate on the Facebook Messenger, 
and go back and forth. So I'm going to actually address uh, his latest message to me that uh, I was supposed to get back to him last night, and so it's, now it's going to be right now. So we're going to address his addressing of my addressing as well as a few podcasts that he listened to and, um, and go into it. So uh, let's go into, you know what? Oh, this is a, bi- this is a big one. In fact, it's probably going to be the episode after this. As you know, um, I spend uh, some time doing episodes and attempt at certain episodes, and then sometimes I'm just not super happy with it, so I don't put it out. Uh, one of those would be Epstein, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, I did do two episodes. Like, I did one and wasn't happy with it. I did another one, and I was like, ah. But just to let you know a little of the underbelly of this, I have been fasting like crazy. And when I fast, I cannot, I, like, if I don't have my blood sugar where it needs to be or whatever it, whatever the fucking problem is, I can't think. And I start gibbering on about stupid shit, and I lose train of thought worse than normal. So, also, I don't have a producer. I don't have somebody fucking sitting to my right going, oh, yeah, dude, stay on point, jackass. You know what I mean? So, um... I've been fasting this last week hard. I mean, even today. So hopefully this actually turns out well and I can get it out. But um, even today, I haven't had food since 4.30 last night. And it's now 12.50 when I'm putting this out on Monday. So hopefully this actually turns out to be pretty decent. Uh, Anyway, so Daryl was talking about the Epstein thing. And uh, let me let me give you an insight on what Daryl says. And by the way, I intend to have Daryl on the show at one point or another. Uh, to, I, I just got to figure out the the technicalities and how I can how we can sync up and all that. So, um, but this is what he said about Epstein. The Epstein thing is absolutely disgusting, and the amount of corruption that extended through the connection of pedophiles is insane. So fucking true. So absolutely true. The Epstein thing is massive. Like I said, I'm going to probably do the episode right after this um, on Epstein and get into it. I really want to be in front of a computer, so it might not be right now. It might be a little bit later tonight. And in fact, I even told Daryl that I was going to get, I was going to get back to him last night and get these episodes out. Um, I ended up passing out super early. Uh, I've been doing that recently, and I don't know if it's because of the lack of food or energy or whatever it may be. I mean, motherfucker, try, try working out not eating for you know, 20 hours. It's, it is brutal. So, um, but anyway, yeah, the, the Epstein thing, it dives deep. I am so interested to see what comes out of this. Now I think Epstein shouldn't be, we should get out, out as much information as we can on Epstein. Um, as in the, 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 um, the law enforcement, whatever, whatever, whoever's got him, and has jurisdiction over this case. They need to get out as much as they possibly can. And then I don't want to. I don't want to see this guy breathing anymore. Now I'm not saying I'm not giving a call to action to kill him, but I I don't think that this guy should be uh, should be breathing. Um, I I think that that pedophiles and uh, rapists. Uh, I, I just don't want to see him alive. I mean, if there's something to get out of it, like information on other people or a connection to some some human trafficking, child sex trafficking ring, all right, get the information out of them, and then they're, they're done. But the thing is, is that if you start doing that, like the government, and again, I don't like the government having control over life or death. That being said, you know, if they were to fucking institute the death penalty for rapists and child 
whatever, child hurters of whatever kind, uh, I'm going to sleep like a fucking baby. Uh, I'm probably going to sleep better knowing that they're not on the earth doing uh, the things that they were doing. Even rotting in a jail, I think, is too good for them. I think I'd like to see torture and death beforehand, but that's just me. Um, so yeah, he's absolutely on point with that. I don't care which sides were involved. Everyone that was involved needs to burn. Exactly. Dude, awesome. I want to say, I don't think me and Daryl have really talked too much about his exact politics. I think we have a lot of the same understanding on things and, and same, same outlook when it comes to, and I think most of my users do. Uh, and I think that's something that you guys might respect about me. At least that's what I've heard is that you know, my stance on a lot of things, they they don't come from some, you know, Republican base and I'm only for Republicans and shit like that. It's, listen, dude, if you're bad, I don't give a shit where you are. You're, I don't want you there. You know, I don't want you there and I want you punished, whatever it may be. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I really like what he said there. For about 10 years now, I've said rape or pedophiles acts, rape or pedophile acts should be punished by execution or castration. I just said that. Well, I mean, he said that, but yeah, I said that too. See what I mean? We're on the same, we're on the same page. Uh, they're bad guys. They're fucking, fucking bad guys. Uh, I've said this before. I just, I can't sleep at night. Um, if I get too far, if I start doing research on this shit, God damn it, dude, it's, it's rough. I won't be able, it'll bother me for days on end, especially I hate, I know that it's there and I know that it's something to pay attention to, but if I see fucking pictures of kids, it, it just, it fucking wrecks me for days on end. It wrecks me. Uh, I can't sleep. I've got, I've got kids myself. Um, it's, it's just, it fucking goes to the, the, the core of me. And I think it does any, any normal person too. Um, anyone who commits these crimes is not, and is no longer an asset to our society. Fucking true words couldn't be said. If anyone ever hurt my child, I don't want to say, I don't want to give away too much information. Anyone hurt my child that way, this is a death sentence I would carry out. Fucking dude, I'd support that 100%. 100%! Um, so that was that was all on point. I agree. Uh, sorry, I'm going to read through some of these. So you're going you're, you're, to... I'm going to have a little space. Oh, so yeah. Um, if you don't know, um, Gavin's got his website, Free Speech TV, freespeech.tv. And uh, he had uh, Tommy Robinson on. Now, I, I made my episode on Tommy Robinson. Got a whole bunch of people listening into that one. Um, he had him on his show. I also put something on, on uh, uh, Twitter. Twitter is a weird place. It's just an odd place, you know, where I know, like, I got, a, I got quite a few, well, I mean, for me, quite a few uh, followers. I think it's like almost 400. Um, and uh, in all of that, you don't always get <laughs> the fucking feedback or whatever. But anyway, um, I put something on there about Tommy Robinson. And of course I knew this was going to happen. Of course you're going to have the shitty people out there that are going to come in and fucking run their mouth. I had one guy, cause I pointed out like he's probably going to die in prison. This is something I'm, I don't tread lightly on. I don't like it. I don't like that. He's off in prison. I know what they did to him this last time. He lost fucking 40 pounds in 10 weeks. He looked frail. 
He looked super. He was in solitary confinement the whole time for his safety. Well, if it's for his safety, why don't you put him in a fucking prison that doesn't have? If you're going to put him in prison, which I I don't think they should. If you're going to put him in prison and you're going to watch out for his safety, don't put him in a fucking prison where the majority of people there are is are, are Muslim. They are looking to fucking kill him, and they will kill him. They have no problem with it. They're going to sleep very well that night. Uh, but anyway, so I said that uh, he's probably going to die, and somebody fucking, some little shithead douchebag uh, came back and said, I hope he dies ASAP. And it's like, God damn it! I think if, if I was in front of you, I, I'd hit you for that one. That's, that's fighting words. You're just, you're just looking to stir the pot. Uh, and I'm a big supporter of Tommy Robinson. Um, I know I talked about it on the episode with him about uh, the Irish and things like that, and that the Irish need to understand, one, uh, it's the English government that is, that's doing this. And I just want to clarify this for the Irish out there. Uh, understand that with the Irish, in Ireland especially, there's a lot of Irish um, that detest England, fucking hate England. And I get that. I do. I promise. You know, like I've said before, dude, it's it's an ongoing thing, which is why I understand the animosity towards uh, England. They they have a portion of your country. It should be a unified country. There's a conflict there. I understand why it's still going on. However, understand it when it comes to Tommy Robinson, it's the English government that's doing this to him. It's the same enemy that you have that's doing this to Tommy Robinson. And by the way, when... Islam is done with that country. They're coming for you. They're already doing it. They're already in Ireland trying to trying to breed you out, trying to call themselves Irish. It's already happening. Fucking wake up. They're doing this to him. They're going to do it to you, especially any of you that fucking stand up against it. They will come after you. You better fucking wake up and you better start now. Anyway, uh, good dude in a horrible situation. Yes, uh, he's got balls of steel. Yeah, dude, uh, Tommy Robinson is, I watch him doing the shit that he does, and I, I just think, my God, man, um, I don't know if I would have that kind of, that kind of uh, bravery. I'd only hope, I mean, truly. But he's like the modern English version of, of um, uh, oh shit, I can't think of his name. William, William Wallace. My God, what's wrong with me? I'm Scottish. Uh, he is. He is a fucking hero, hands down. This dude is putting himself, his life on the line. And, uh, my God. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm on uh, Michigan State University grounds right now. And it's summer. <laughs> okay, well, anyway. Um, he didn't seem to, and he didn't, he said, so this is what Daryl says, he didn't seem too phased about what he, uh, about, he didn't seem phased that he was about to be locked up for bullshit. No, absolutely. Like, if you watch his, he does, he does get a little upset about talking to his son. He was telling a story about talking to his son, and his son couldn't really understand. He just was like, Dad, why can't you just say I'm sorry? Why can't you just be, just say it, just, just bend the knee, basically, and come home to us? And for, and this is why Tommy Robinson deserves respect is because he loves his kids. This isn't something of where like, he's like, oh, this is my life and I'm just going to, you know, be selfish and self-centered and all that. No, this, he's doing it for everyone, especially his kids. He loves his kids and he knows that there is a villainous entity out there 
whether it be Islam or, or at least the Islamification of his country, his English government, or, the, or both of them combined. There is something to fight out there, and he's trying to fight it, and he's, he's pulling out all the stops. And he's got, I mean, the amount of support that he's got out there. Fuck, dude. Oh, God, just hearing him talk about it, and he got a little choked up doing it. And uh, besides that, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit that he's going to prison. He gives a major shit that he, that his children have their dad that are being locked up. That bothers the fuck out of him, and you can you can hear it in his voice. But besides that, yeah, I mean, he's he. It doesn't. It's not about him being locked up. It's about standing up for something, and he's sacrificing all of it. Um, now, in my own my own in what I'm doing, I'm trying to prevent being found. I'm trying to prevent. Um, trying to act while also staying under the radar so that that shit doesn't happen to me and me being taken away from my kids and whatnot. Because uh, I probably won't deal with it the same way Tommy Robinson would. Probably. I mean, I just, I don't know what the future holds uh, or how, I, how I'll react. But, uh, I mean, I can only imagine that Tommy loves his kids just as much as I do. And um, so when it comes to what I'm doing, it's, it's, a little, it's a little different. Given, you know, I'm not on the same level as him in, in terms of, of what he's doing and how many people are, I'm just a voice in the, in the shadows right now, you know, so, um, no, I agree with that, um, he was talking to me about the, uh, the plague, the kids on the playground, and, uh, he's a father, so he knows, he knows, he knows what it's like, and I mean, any, anybody with kids that goes to a fucking anywhere for kids, and there's punk-ass little shits out there that are, you know, just looking for trouble, uh, they know what that feeling is. It's like, God damn it, man. You know, I just wanted to come out and enjoy my kids and, and watch them smile and have a good time. And now I got to deal with these shitheads. So, um, he said, he, uh, he, well, he gave me mad props for holding back and showing mass restraint. Um, oh, he asked, you haven't said so, but I assume you hadn't got to meet their dad yet. No, no, um, not yet. Um, I've, I've been looking. I've been waiting for these little shits. Uh, I'm not giving up on that. And it's not that I don't forgive them, you know, being a Christian and all. I do. I forgive them. You know, they're, they're punk kids. You know, they're going to regret stupid shit that they did now, you know, in the future. Uh, so it's not so much that um, I can't let it go because of some kind of revenge thing. It's I'm not going to let it go because I'm not going to be worried about my kids going to the playground and having to deal with these assholes. Or some other family. I mean, it's not just for me, it's for any family going to this, this place. Like, I don't like that kind of shit going on where kids need to go to be kids and have a good time. And I mean, it's summer, you know, they, they get to go out and, and go to any playground they want, not to have to worry about these little fuck ups out there causing a problem for them, you know, and, and maybe bullying them or whatever it may be. I mean, if they're going to talk to a fucking 36 year old dad that way and treat him that way, could you imagine what they do if they didn't think anybody was looking to, to a kid? you know, um, so yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm still intending to hopefully fucking run into their father, to be honest, I don't know if they have one, I can't imagine, or, I mean, if they do, it's a shitty dad, but I just can't imagine those kids having a good dad and, and acting that way, uh, a good father would have jerked a goddamn knot in their tail pretty quick had they seen it, you know, that type of, of, uh, response to authority, at a young age, I think, uh, I think that a good father would have taken care of that a long time ago and, and, uh, and they would have reacted a lot differently had they had it. So they probably don't have a dad. Probably. Uh, 
especially with the way the world is today. Maybe, uh, maybe they're, they're products of a divorce, um, whatever it may be that, that caused them to act that way. So, uh, no, I mean, I still intend to, to find these little shits and, uh, have another conversation, especially if I don't have my kids around. God, yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see. Um, they are, they're, uh, they are undisciplined little shitheads, but under the next, uh, Antifa rallies, good, good God, these people, I think this may have been the last rally where anyone not Antifa is peaceful with these fucks. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think, I think the way that people are going to deal with Antifa from here on out will be different. And when I say different, now I'm not calling for anybody to be violent, but I will call for you to, to stand up for yourself and not, uh, not be attacked without some form of fighting back. You have a right to defend yourself. Absolutely. Um, the cops and especially in Portland, uh, there is a massive problem going on in Portland right now between the chief of police. Uh, I think he's the chief of the union or whatever it may be. And the, uh, the mayor of Portland, uh, you know, he has to, the, the mayor of Portland, Portland is the commissioner. He gets to tell them what they get to do and what they don't get to do, which is shitty because that mayor probably didn't go through any criminal law classes of any sort, any kind of, uh, uh, criminal, uh, what is it called? Criminal justice, uh, classes or anything like that. I mean, I'm not saying that he didn't go to college. He probably did probably went to college for something, probably had nothing to do with law enforcement and, now he's in charge of law enforcement and gets to tell him what to do. And he's telling him to stand down. I mean, this motherfucker has, he, he's put pictures on, um, on Twitter and Facebook or whatever it may be of him holding a, uh, an Antifa, uh, a handbook, book, whatever, uh, taking pictures with that, that, uh, little, uh, Hispanic fella. I can't remember his name. Uh, who's like the leader of Antifa out there. Um, and so he's, he's very much on Antifa's side. And, uh, so he's, he's telling the police to stand down. The police don't like that shit. That's not what they joined up for. And and, and in fact, from the stories that I've heard, it's actually quite difficult for the police force to find, um, recruits because you got to understand, dude, when you go out there, you're dealing with the hardcore left, um, in Portland, in, in, I don't want to say all of Oregon, but a lot of places in Oregon, Washington, California, the West Coast, any liberal ran anything, you're, they're having a hard time because of the fact that, you know, if they come up on on criminals, actual criminals, and these criminals aren't straight white, straight white Christian men, they know that there's there's a possibility of of whatever happens, not by way of their control, but you know whatever the criminal does. It, and, and they have to enforce the law and something goes sideways, uh, they may face some serious, uh, what are they, repercussions, repercussions, repercussions. Um, and that's, that's, that just sucks. It just sucks, you know, because now they're putting however much, however long they've spent on the force, you know, their pension, whatever it may be, their family's lives, they're putting that in jeopardy because, you know, they're, they're a police officer and they're only doing their job. I'm not saying that there aren't bad police out there, but there's far more good police out there than there are bad. Um, and they're the ones that now are, are having to try to deal with the, uh, the, the, the Antifa and the, 
you know, the rabid left that are going to call him out and fucking put him on. There was the, the video of the one guy that had, uh, that, uh, was on his knees at some crosswalk and, uh, the cops were out there with guns drawn and all that. And there's some lady talking about how her boyfriend was killed in 2015 at a Taco Bell. What she didn't put in the rest of that story, the context matters, is that, yeah, her her boyfriend was killed at a Taco Bell after he ran into it with his fucking car, and he was either drunk or high on methamphetamines, and he was resisting the cops. Dude, if you resist the cops, understand there's your, your chances of getting shot and killed are dramatically increased. Uh, so yeah, she wasn't putting it into context. The, the, her boyfriend got killed because he was a psychopath and fighting the cops and would not calm the fuck down and he got shot. You know what I mean? So she's sitting there videotaping this thing and the guy's down on his knees and he's saying he's unarmed. Well, they, the whole backstory of that is there was a call, um, where somebody had just been robbed by gunpoint. And so he matched the description. Oh, sure, all black people look alike and all this other shit. It's like, listen, the description was not his actual facial features. The description was a guy about, and it's always in between a certain height. It's not like a guy was five foot seven. It's, he was anywhere between, you know, five eight and six two. You know, he was somewhere in there, or 5'10 and 6'2", or something along those lines. Uh, He was dark-complected, he was skinny or fat, you know, it's not like, oh yeah, he had a... Sometimes it's a goatee or, you know, some kind of a feature that sticks out, but for this guy, there wasn't a lot that stuck out. He had short hair, no real facial hair from what I can remember, Um, and so the he fit the description in that area, and yeah, they had to take precautions. You know why? Because they found out that... Throughout history and doing police work, when you don't take it, when you don't approach it in that way, cops end up dead. People end up shot because guess what? Bad guys have guns on them. They're, they're getting pulled over, whatever, whatever, whatever it may be, and they know they're about to get searched. Once they're searched and they find the gun, that guy's going to jail for a crime that he just committed. He's going to jail. So guess what? He doesn't want to go to jail. He's going to do whatever he can. He's going to fucking freak out, especially when it, uh, the adrenaline's pumping through his, his blood. Uh, you're not thinking very logically. And so they found out, yeah, guess what they do? They end up pulling that gun and shooting a cop, and we don't want to die today. We'd like to return home to our families. And so, yeah, they had their, drums, their, drawn, their guns drawn and, uh, and dealt with the situation. It wasn't super great, which is why I always fucking say, listen... Unless it's some kind of extreme situation, just comply, okay? Come in after, and if it's, if it's nothing, if it's certainly you are, you know, not the right suspect, whatever it may be, you know, take the lumps then, especially if it's nothing big, you know? I, and I'm not saying that them coming after you and putting drawn guns on you and shit like that isn't big. Obviously, that's a, that's a fucking massive uh, redirect in your day, but... If it's something, especially if you can make money off of it, holy shit, what were you going to do today? You know what I mean? You should be hoping that a cop fucking quote unquote abuses you. I'm not saying shoots you, but pulls you over, gets you out of your car, causes, you know, fucking goes overboard. And then that way you can turn around and sue the city, whatever it may be. I'm not saying I'm a big fan of suing either, but it's better than being shot and killed and having people march in your name. I think we can all agree on that. 
I'd much rather me walk through the streets than a whole group of people walking through the streets because of some misunderstanding uh, from from the cops and me and me fighting them and getting shot. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, there's a lot to discuss in all of that. So uh, there's areas that I agree and disagree on both sides, whatever maybe. But um, anyway, so that happened. Where was I going with that? I mean, oh, um, uh, Antifa. Antifa are ridiculous. They're just they're they're just fucking ridiculous, and they keep pushing it. And yeah, eventually, I completely agree with Daryl here. Uh, eventually, they're going to um, make it so bad, and they're going to attack the wrong person. They're going to start this shit with the wrong person, and uh, shit's going to blow up. And it's going to start, um, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to say it's going to start the civil war. It's going to start anything like that. I think it's going to start, um, something not so great. And I don't quite know what that is. I know it's going to be a retaliation for people that, that are opposed to Antifa and, uh, it'll be Antifa's fault. However, you'll probably have the mainstream media that blames, you know, conservatives or Republicans or Christians or whoever it may be, they're not going to blame Antifa. However, like I said, I got to give credit where credit's due. Brian Stelter, uh, Chris Como, who came in late, uh, CNN, and I think MSNBC for even reporting on the fact that Antifa did something wrong in the, uh, in the Andy No situation. Um, but I would also say, don't, don't hold your breath to think that they're now going to be against Antifa. Uh, that's probably a one-off and they, the next time that something happens, they'll probably come to Antifa's defense. (coughs) Excuse me. Because that's just what the mainstream media does. They still want to make Donald Trump and his supporters out to be bad guys. They're going to continue to do that. They need to carry on this narrative and it's not working out anymore. You know, the Russia, the Russia collusion hoax was very profitable for them. Uh, but since that, nothing has been very profitable. I mean, you got you got little blips like uh, Megan Rapinoe, um, who has found a little bit of of uh, of fame. It's it's going to be the fifteen minutes thing. She's going away. Nobody's going to give a shit about her. Uh, she's going to go right back to you know bitching and complaining, and nobody's going to give a fuck because that's what it is. I mean, even look at and she didn't, by the way, make as much as um, the kneeler, Kylan. Colin Kaepernick, uh, he's made quite a bit of money off of this stupid shit. And, uh, again, for him to have the, the pull that he's had with Nike, I can't see that lasting too much longer anyway. And, and most people aren't even talking about that douchebag anymore. It's except for with what just happened on, uh, on, with the flag on the shoes. Besides that, nobody gave a fuck about that douche. And, uh, and I think he's going to eventually slip into, uh, nobody giving a shit about him after that. Um, besides that, <laughs> he did send me a picture of this shirt that he got. It says LGBT, L stands for Liberty, G for guns, B for beer, T for tits. <laughs> I've seen that shirt before. So good for you, man. <laughs> I'll have to get one. Uh, I mean, if that's what it was all about, I'd be all about the LGBT community. <laughs> um, and to an extent they kind of are, uh, we've seen, thanks to the liberals, a lot more titties, out and about than, uh, than without them. So, <laughs> however, not all of them are so great. The slut walks, there's a couple hotties in there, but that's what feminine does to women, man. It just turns them ugly. Again, Katy Perry, who used to be so bloody hot is now just fucking a troll, dude. She doesn't look 
anywhere near what she could. And uh, it's that it's that liberalism, man. That liberalism will turn you ugly as shit. So uh, thank you, Daryl, for the response. And uh, I hope this is adequately uh, responding to your responses. And uh, I'll continue to do this, hopefully, throughout. throughout. Um, so I appreciate Daryl. Uh, I appreciate Bentley Meadows, uh, Baked Potato, The Woman. Uh, so for anybody that doesn't know... Uh, I've got plenty of women supporters out there too, because uh, they know this shit's crazy. I would be, oh fuck, I, I can't even think of the what the saying is. I would be behest to say no. I don't think that's how it goes. Um, I cannot end this podcast if I'm calling out all my supporters without calling out the land down under, Australia. I have a shit ton of listeners down there in Australia. And let me clarify one thing. I know that I kind of shit on um, people coming into the country music scene from other places and, and me not counting it or not wanting to count it. I still kind of stand, I, I do stand by that. Uh, it's a big portion of why I don't listen to all country. There's a lot of country I do listen to, but um, not all country. However, if we were to, if there were ever a place that were similar to the South in the United States of America, where country is from, and, and arguably country comes from uh, the Irish, uh, at least a lot of it, uh, the banjo, fiddle players, uh, that shit comes from Ireland. It comes from the Irish. There's a ton of Irish in the South. Um, if there were ever a place that were so similar as the south, the southern states, the southern territory of the United States, it would be Australia. It would absolutely be Australia. So um, I think if there were somebody that I would give an an outlier to, uh, an excuse, an excuse, an excuse, or at least an exception to the rule, it would be those from Australia. Um, a lot of Irish are down there. I've talked about that before. A lot of Scottish, too. Uh, they have, I think, a lot of similarities with the the southern portion of the United States. So uh, I think I wanted to clarify that a little bit. I don't want to be too hard on them uh, for, you know, the country music. Like I said, if there were ever a place that were, were similar to the south, it would be Australia. So um, I hope I clarified that in a better way. Not, I'm, not, I'm not mad at you guys. Uh, in fact, I love you guys. Fuck's sake, dude. Australia got a lot of a lot of uh, listeners down there. Um, yes, a lot from Sydney, but also a lot from the other places. And I wish I would have wrote that down. I can't look at it right now because um, I'm using my anchor and I can't pull up. Yeah, there's no way for them to let me pull up um, where all the places in uh, Australia are that uh, people listen to me. But thank you, Australia. I would love to come down there one day. I'd love to see it. Um, I mean, you guys got a shit ton of snakes, but so does the South. That would that along with I know that you guys are are getting hit with the uh, there's a lot of uh, liberals out there, and um, I don't know how much Antifa is out there. I, I imagine there's some. They're all over the fucking place. They're like cockroaches. But uh, I know that you guys are also getting hit with the Islamification out there as well. Um, and there was there was there was something going on where uh, those in South Africa. Yeah, in South Africa, the the white farmers were wanting to seek uh, asylum in Af or uh, in Australia. Sorry, um, and I don't know what's going on with that. I need to I need to do a little bit more re- research on that to find out. I know that there's a lot of people in Australia that wanted to take in the uh, South African um, refugees. Oh my God, dude, the the female body is just awesome. 
it's just awesome. It's nice to, oh my lord, she's, uh, I just, uh, your hiney is breathtaking. I said, I fucked that one up. You have an absolutely breathtaking hiney. That thing is good. God, all right, focus, dude, focus. Oh, God damn it. It ruins your day. Oh, <laughs> uh, look away. Um, Australia. Yeah, I want to go down there. That'd be a nice place to go visit. I mean, I got to visit a whole bunch more of uh, Europe. Certainly Scotland. But, uh, yeah, I need to get down there um, eventually. But I know that there there's a couple things that would keep me away. I think it would be the government being that they... Who did they outlaw? Is it Milo? Did they outlaw... I know England outlawed Lauren Southern from ever showing up again, which is such ridiculousness. But I want to say Milo is now banned from all of Australia, which is a fucking joke. Um, but see, it's the governance. Usually if I have a problem with your, your country, it's not so much... It's not your country. It's the government, you know, cause I got a problem with government in the first place. And so should everyone else. Really? You want to give a whole group of people who don't know shit control over how you do things. I mean, it, look at the United States and farming, you know, uh, you got a whole bunch of bureaucrats who have no knowledge of farming that have control over farming here. And at one point in the United States of America, over 85% of the population were farmers. And now today, in certain parts of the United States of America, it's illegal to collect rainwater. Can you imagine? I mean, there's no need to imagine because it's happening. But my God, the amount of, of government overreach that we have where they have control over collecting rainwater. You can go, you can be killed because of rainwater. What? And not just that, there's so many, I mean, they pay, I know that they were paying, I don't know how much it is anymore, but they were paying farmers not to farm their land here in the U.S. in certain parts because they, they wanted the monopoly on it. They wanted, and that's where you have Monsanto that came in, who is from Michigan, um, and now they control uh, a lot of the, the um, processing of foods all over the world. If you want to look at, at starvation in whatever country it may be, look no further than the governments. It's not the soil. It's not, I mean, yes, in some areas it's soil. Obviously, you can't plant too much shit in the, in the desert. Uh, that being said, it's the governments and what they do. If you, if you are looking to blame somebody, look no further than the governments. The governments are the ones who are in control of what comes in, what goes out, um, import, export, and... Uh, and in places like Africa, where you have a lot of starving people, in places like South America, where you have a lot of starving people, that's the government. That isn't that isn't Christians. It's not you know ideologies so much as it is the government and uh, the ideology that's in there. So, uh, but anyway, so thank you, Australia. I, I got to call you guys out. I also have to give a call out to Patriot uh, Patriots Corner. Um, my buddy Lewis Boyce that uh, heads that up. Again, that guy has a lot of information. And uh, if you want to learn something, go there. You know, it's a good source. Uh, he provides a lot of uh, his source material. Um, he's got I, uh, a lot of opinions I agree with. Uh, he's a good guy. And he's got kids. And uh, he's got a lot of them. I think he's got like eight. He's got a lot of kids. So he's doing it right. So uh, he needs some help over there. So go, go there and uh, check out his stuff. 
you know, if you want to donate to them, surely donate to them. Uh, you guys did a hell of a job when it came to donating towards Gavin McGinnis, I have to imagine. I know a couple of you guys did with uh, defendgavin.com. There's another person that needs our help, and that would be Roger Stone. Roger Stone, now, I don't know if I would uh, put him on the same level as Tommy Robinson um, here in the States, but he is facing some really ridiculous shit, uh, much like Tommy Robinson is. Um, he, if you don't remember, was, uh, excuse me, uh, basically swatted by the FBI uh, a few months back. Um, I think he knew that they were coming. Somebody... And I don't think it was like somebody found out and then just kind of like secretly told him. I think I think it was all understood that they were going to come for him. And uh, they came for him, drun- guns drawn. I mean, he's one dude. He's never given off any any flag that says that he would go down, you know, shooting or anything like that. So, uh, but he is, he's, I think they said he lied to Congress, which is more like jaywalking than anything. But they're just trying to find anything they can on him to throw him away. If he gets a pr- prison sentence... Um, he's an older fella. He's probably not going to survive it in the sense of, uh, not somebody necessarily killing him, but he's just old. Um, I can't imagine him being, you know, spending 20 years in prison and coming out. Okay. You know, I think he's in his sixties, early sixties, maybe mid sixties. Um, certainly I think Donald Trump should, should grant him a pardon uh, he helped Donald Trump quite a bit. I would only imagine that that would come for him, but he's spending a lot of money on, on, uh, trying to, to fight, um, you know, being thrown in jail. So, uh, he needs some help. I can't think of the website right now. I'll have to put that on my next podcast once I see it. I, I want to say it's probably defend, uh, Roger Stone. Uh, I'm sure you could probably find it in, uh, DuckDuckGo, which is still the, um, the search engine that I use. It's, it's, it's great. The only thing that it doesn't do that I kind of miss from Google is uh, you can get your news feed set up through it. You might be able to. I just haven't delved that far into it. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's it works really well. I mean, you still, when you pull up something, uh, when you go to look for something to do research, I still see a lot of liberal shit in there. You know, Slate and fucking Snopes and all that other dumb shit. But um, you actually, it's not, things aren't so buried. Um so it kind of gives me, you know, a, a, a little security in the idea that when I when I search on there, it's not getting fed into Google and and they're you know trying to use my information for whatever. So uh, DuckDuckGo is good. Shout out to them, Patriots Corner. Uh, every, all my listeners, thank you. I mean, I really, I do appreciate it. You guys make me feel very, very good, especially when I look and I see, you know, I got a lot of people listening to me still. So, uh, I appreciate you very much. And, uh, hopefully I'll always remember, I mean, hold my feet to the fire. You know, if ever, um, I'm going in a direction that I said I wouldn't go, leave me a voice message, message, tell me to go, you know, fucking get back on point. Um, whatever it may be, keep me, keep me where I'm at, you know, um, and help me out in that sense. And keep listening. I appreciate it. Tell your friends. Um, and I'll keep calling you guys out. So I appreciate you. And um, until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal.